Welcome traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson and this is Are You Green? This is gonna be an overview of the New York Stock Exchange, top news, and my personal swing trades. Today is Monday, February 8th, and forget about the Super Bowl. The market is the real winner here. The Dow and S&P 500 are both higher for the sixth straight day. Energy is glowing bright green and oil had a big rebound. More on the market later, but really not any laggards. It's just green everywhere. And the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal accounts? Yes, and I am really happy about my gains. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still a little bit more liquid than I would like, and there just hasn't been much buying opportunity. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later because I did enter in a new swing trade as well as sell a few things. Let's look at the top news. I love to follow vaccine distribution because it's so closely aligned with our economy. Distribution is ramping up as Saturday, there was a record high with over 2 million vaccines given. Now 12% of the American adults have received their first shot and the US is really just below the UK and worldwide leading distribution. Johnson & Johnson should be approved any day. I'm really you know, counting down the days and this is gonna be a good one because it is just one shot to be effective. On a personal note, I am completely distraught as my parents in Texas, across the country from me, were just diagnosed with COVID. Please, please keep them in your thoughts and prayers. They are incredible people and I hope that they recover as soon as possible. Tesla today bought 1.5 billion of Bitcoin and they're planning to accept Bitcoin in the future as a payment. Honestly, I've been late to the Bitcoin party, but I'm now interested in dipping my toe in the water. I know Robinhood and Weevil have just been pushing cryptocurrencies on me and they're great platforms. By the way, I have put in links in my podcast descriptions to start a new account with Robinhood and Weevil to get free stock. So please go ahead and click on those and uh, get some stock. What's hilarious is that I actually got GameStop when I first signed up to Robinhood. Hood um, quite a while ago. But anyways, I am looking at Gemini. This is a, another trading platform that's specifically for cryptocurrency. Are there any current users out there that have any experiences they want to share with Gemini? Um, please let me know. What worries me is the volatility of Bitcoin. And obviously, there's a lot of major players and corporations that are now in this game along with billionaires. But the truth is, is that they have so much liquidity, so a lot of cash, and it's good sense for them to put some aside and really just bet on Bitcoin, especially since it's going to have a move against inflation and really protect the value of that money. But where does all of this leave the little guy like me and probably you? Who knows, honestly? So I'm going to continue to look into it and again, specifically look into Gemini. But I'd love to hear more from you about Gemini and any of your experiences, you can message me at Podcast on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys and I'm actually, and I'm actually going to address a um, Instagram comment a little bit down in the show. 
The market is resembling the Spanish bull run with this market rally that we're seeing. It's just bulls charging everywhere. The S&P 500 rose 4% last week, and it's only the 17th time in a decade that we have seen that gain in a week. The other 16 times it occurred, the market was higher 10 out of the following 16 weeks after that big run. So they are predicting a bullish next few months, honestly. The bond market has also seen a rise in the 10-year bond yield. And I don't really follow bonds much, but basically they are predicting the markets to bounce back and have a big rebound soon. There was a record high for the Dow, the Nasdaq, and the S&P 500. Russell 2000 hit its record intraday high today. It's crazy. And again, they're just predicting a high spending pattern by late summer to fall to next year. It's interesting that people did mention that that might also include some type of pullback in 2022. But I mean, these are all just guesses at this point. I do want to go into my personal trades by first talking about Hasbro, that's H-A-S. They had their earnings today, and even though they beat their earnings estimates and the revenue, um, they still, the stock fell a little, and I took advantage of this. I started a swing trade with them. I'm in for a small size at 93.26 because I do want to be delicate with earnings, and I want to really watch the movement from here, especially off the open tomorrow and see where this goes. I've got buys as it goes down lower to size in up until 90.75 and my target for this one is 97.90 even though I might be holding it for a while because it is a small volume uh, trade but I think it'll get there. And tomorrow and Wednesday should be awesome days for training, for um, trading, because we're going to have lots and lots of earnings um, on Wednesday and tomorrow. So stay tuned to the market and be on the lookout for good opportunities for those emotional sells. That's what we're looking for. And those big emotional moves, I watch the market right off the open because that's the time where there's the most volume. So that's a tidbit. Personally, I also sold a bit of my AMD swing at 91 for about a four point gain and I'm holding the rest for 94. And then I sold some Riot for an average of 27. It's interesting to look back because I did originally think that this was a risky swing trade since this company is extremely dependent on Bitcoin as a Bitcoin miner. But obviously with the news today, there was a huge gain. It did trigger some sells, so I'm bummed that my average was just 27. But hey, a nine point gain was great. And luckily, because of my sizing in and sizing out strategy, I am still holding on to a small piece. And I'm just going to let it run and see where it goes in the next few weeks. I like to hold on to a small piece of trades like this that have a good potential for growth to, again, just give it that breathing room. And I'm excited to see where it goes because my uh, little bit with Square is really paying off. Take a look at that ticker. It's crazy. 
on my swing trades. I also like to keep short-term swings to just a day or a week, and long-term swings are up to a month or even 90 days. So that's what I'm talking about, long-term versus short-term on swing trades. However, I have talked about the importance of long-term investments. I know a lot of listeners do hold mostly long-term investments, and that's why I just wanted to address that for a minute today. These long-term investments, I hold them for at least six months, and then I like to reevaluate. But when I buy these, I do make a trading plan just like I would for a a short-term swings, highlighting my targets and what kind of growth I am expecting, as well as putting in alerts to see where the ticker goes, whether it rises quickly or drops, and of course, not to panic sell, but really just to have my pulse on those investments. So if you're looking for advice, my biggest advice would be to trust, continue to trust your instinct and your plan by really creating a trading plan to reinforce your thoughts so that you can evaluate what targets you had, what you were thinking, and then what ended up happening with that trade. Because anywhere that you're going to give advice, I do think that there is you know, some sort of um, back you know, maybe bias to that advice that they're giving, including my own advice. But if you are doing your own research and making your own plan, then you can really feel like confident that you are making good investments for your own account and um, for your own trading plans that, of course, have to do with your life. Because a good long-term investment can really go on for years and years for for retirement or even just to help fund a down payment on a house in a few years um, or you know whatever your large term your large saving goals are but you do have to watch your liquidity needs and I wanted to mention that because you really want to be careful you don't want to get into a situation where you have to panic sell based on your finances and needing you know that cash as soon as possible you do want to have in mind that that money is going to be in the market for the long term and that is money that you shouldn't like need or be missing. Uh, For example, of course, of course, you know, things happen in life unexpectedly. I think 2020 really showed us that. So, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's not easy necessarily to always abide by this and keep your money in the market, especially if, you know, something came up, but you do want to try to keep that money in stocks for as long as possible. And if you are in a situation where you do need to liquidate, try to give yourself time to ease out and follow your trading plans as much as possible. So for a long-term investment, you're either looking for a good dividend or a steady growth for the stock. So I I, I think somebody um, asked for a couple of examples, so I wanna go into that. Um, So I bought FedEx about five months ago for a long-term investment. My targets are all the way up in the 300s and I have alerts in the 300s and then I also have an alert down at 215, which is also a strong quarterly pivot down there. So I like to put alerts on both edges of the tickers, just again, to keep um, aware of what's happening with these long-term investments. Another new example is GM. I bought this when it dipped down a few months ago and some of it was first swing um, that I'm still holding. Actually, I think that 
some of that piece for a swing I bought pretty recently. But in a different account, I have GM and those are that's for long term. And I am planning on holding this until 2025 at least and maybe even longer. GM's active or or I should say GM's active production in the electric vehicle market is going to be intense and it's impressive the infrastructure that they've built out to really get where they are saying they want to go with electric vehicles by 2025 so that's why I do want to give it a chance and hold until then I remember you know back I don't even know when it was I think like 2011 when I was talking with my dad about the stock market and about a crazy electric vehicle company called Tesla talking about how we should buy it. And we talk about this conversation all the time, looking back and just thinking, oh man, if we would have really gone all in at Tesla, that would have been an incredible gain. Um, But anyways, um, so I am going to go ahead and hold GM for at least a few years and, you know, give it that time to run. The last example I'll give is Exxon. I am in both electric vehicle and in gas, electric vehicle for the long term and gas for the short term. I'm really holding this as a dividend stock and I'm planning to sell it when it gets back in the 60s, probably next year. I like this plan because it both gives me a good dividend and then again, I also get the growth because it is down so much, you know, because of the pandemic. So what is consistent amongst all of my trades, whether I'm swinging or doing a long-term trade, is a trading plan with entry levels, addition levels, you know, where I'm going to add alerts both for the lower levels and the higher levels, and then following news around those tickers and the stock market. So as always, make sure that you are planning your trades and trading your plan.